three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project as we continue our Advent devotion going uh, going to, through Jonathan Gibson's O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, published this year, 2023. Of course, you might go through this again in the future. Um, that would be great. So I've dated them all, so you just go to the date. This is not the day of the week, but the date leading up to Christmas and, and beyond. So we are on December 21st, and the meditation again is from Herman Bavnik, who was the Dutch reformer who passed away right after, right at the end of World War II. I mean, World War I, World War I, so that kind of puts it in perspective. Here's his thoughts again, <clears throat> or other more thoughts on the incarnation of our Lord Jesus. When God creates humans in his image and dwells and works with his spirit in them, exists uh, exerts influence on their heart and head, speaks to them and makes himself known to them and understood by them, that is an act of condens- condescension and accommodation to his creature. An anthropo- anthropomorphizing of God, and so in a sense, and to that extent, a humanization of God. And that's anthropomorphizing, whatever. That's <clears throat> morphing something into uh, humanizing something, okay? So, given with, that's, all right, so let's go back to uh, Herman here. Given with and in creation is the possibility of revelation and incarnation. For while the incarnation is certainly different from all other revelation, it is also akin to it. It is its climax crown, completion, all revelation tends toward and groups itself around the incarnation as the highest, richest, and most perfect of self-revelation. Amen. So that's just the realization of, in another way, putting it, that the creator became one of his own creations to save his creations and that we are his creations. And so we look at part of the story here from Luke 1, verses 30 through 31, when Mary is chosen by God. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Amen, amen. Now there's an anonymous poem here, or hymn, Adoration, and I thought this would be uh, great. It's it's a fairly long poem, and let's see if I can read it without um, too much distraction here. So here we go. This is the truth sent from above, the truth of God, the God of love. Therefore, don't turn me from the door, but hearken all, both rich and poor. The first thing that I will relate, that God at first did man create. The next thing which to you I tell, woman was made with him to dwell. Then after that was God's own choice to place them both in paradise there to remain from evil free 
except there they ate of such a tree. But they did eat, which was a sin, and thus their ruin did begin. Ruin themselves, both you and me, and all of our posterity. Thus we were heirs to endless woes, with, till God the Lord did interpose. And so a promise soon did run, that he'd redeem us by his Son. At this season of the year, our blessed Redeemer did appear, and here did live, and here did preach, and many thousands he did teach. Thus he in love to us behaved, to show us how we must be saved. And if you want to know the way, be pleased to hear what he did say. Go preach the gospel, now he said, to all the nations that are made, and those that do believe on me from all their sins, I'll set them free. O seek, O seek of God above, that saving faith that works by love. And if, he, and if he's pleased to grant thee this, thou sure to have eternal bliss. God grant to all within this place true saving faith, that special grace which to his people doth belong. And thus I close my Christmas song. All right, Christmas song and about <clears throat> accepting God's amazing grace uh, for our salvation. I think that's a that's the best Christmas gift anybody could receive, right? Psalms fifty one one and two. It's just a cry for mercy from God. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. David had done some terrible things and he was crying out to God for that, including adultery and murder and things like that. So if David could be forgiven for those, I think we can be forgiven for ours. Sin is sin. God hates sin. And he sent his son to die on the cross for our sin. So let's remember that. All right, let's talk about the catechism here and how does Christ's resurrection benefit us? The answer is first, by his resurrection, he has overcome death so that he might make us share in the righteousness he obtained for us by his death. Second, by his power, we too are already raised to a new life. Third, Christ's resurrection is sure to pledge to us our blessed resurrection so that we would be raised to live for eternity with him. So I pray that you'd have a, a great day. Continue to Seek the Lord and don't let all the flashy lights of this time of year uh, cause you to forget why we celebrate Christmas. God bless you all. Talk to you soon.